0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. Today, yes, today, we are going to learn, all in a nutshell, how to be awake and beautiful at all times. Now, make no mistake, you are here to be awake and beautiful and happy. Enjoy it. Feeling good. So this is what we're all supposed to feel. Because the universe knows that if we don't feel good, we don't act well and we contribute to the disharmony. So feeling good is very important. But you can't just let it be the only thing. That's what happens with drug abuse. It can't be the only way you feel good is through a drug. It has to be learning how to live in a way that makes yourself feel good and one of the first principles is to do no harm and so any kind of anger that you show always going to be overboard like any kind of reaction to somebody else's anger always going to be overboard so just avoid it understand that when somebody is acting out angrily, most of the time they don't even mean it and they'll be fine in about like five minutes. Treat it more as like Tourette syndrome than any real truth. Anger is a reaction. And sometimes it can it it always goes overboard. Oh not even sometimes. Always. So your reaction to it will too. So it's important to just maintain composure when somebody is like super enraged or blows up at you maintain composure don't belittle it try to be as at the same time respectful of it but at the same time not taking it seriously in any way because part of this unconscious strategy of people blowing up at you is to see how you react to the blow up. Because if you're guilty of what they are accusing you of, seemingly, what will happen is you you will be calm, right? It's ridiculous. They're accusing you of something apparently stupid. So you would have no reaction to it. But if you get super mad about it, well, then Dow does protest too much. And so there's this whole strategy behind rage politics and you can, you can pursue it on your own. You know, this, this thing about showing anger to get what you need out of a conversation. I don't mind if you pretend, but do not actually get angry. You know, you can have, you don't have to be Mr. Like uh, Buddha and like not care about anything. You can like put forth and forcefully your view and even angrily, but don't mean it. Don't really get angry. There's nothing to be angry about. Unless somebody's trying to kill you or your own, anger is useless. And even then, it's probably useless, too. It tends to blind you, especially where it's not needed. Sometimes, I guess, anger might be needed. That's why it was given to us. I, I, I'm not going to second-guess anything that we got from uh, Mama Nature, but... You have to understand its purpose and it serves none in most daily interactions and so reaction to it there's none but that's just a believered way of saying you're supposed to feel good so anything that doesn't make you feel good just learn to doubt it learn to learn to toss it aside but here we are, so we're, we're trying to stay, stay feeling good. So the breathing, the short Wim Hof-type breathing that you can do anytime you think of it, very important. I, even though I preach this, I constantly forget. So breathing is so important. Staying away from fucking, staying away from like food, filler food that's like carbs that has no vitamins, God, that shit is crack. It's crack. <laughs> you can't, like, once you taste a little bit, a little bit of it. You... Oh, okay. Yeah, if you have a little bit, I just, <laughs> some guy was getting really mad about the train not running. Um, but um, I was, um, Less you, you, I mean, you can you look, you can use the gamut of emotions, okay? You can even pretend to be jealous, but don't actually be jealous. All these negative emotions are, are great in films for you to, like, watch people go through, but you don't need to go through them. Very rarely do you need to feel any of them. And yet, people are going through the stages of fight, flight, or fight or flight quite regularly throughout the day. As if they're just, like, getting, you know, having to get into... And I think it's that we haven't really evolved out of our animal stage. So we then tend to stage events that would have happened in nature, which would have tested our full um, attention and made us fight for our lives. But then we tend to have fights for our lives over just, like, dumb issues that don't matter. So... In a lot of oxygen to, like, be able to to stay ahead of the game on that score. And you also have to be, like, eating the most dense food you possibly can. It's just a matter of density of food. It really doesn't matter about fattening. Like, which one actually has a nutrient content that gives the most bang for the buck because if you substitute that for just like kind of shit that they shovel after the masses well guess what you're just basically like a plant getting no plant food you're gonna fucking wither away be be wise about this but uh, let me just tell you I thought oh we could just do some fasting you know I'll do I can eat carbs. You know, I'll just eat, I'll just fast every other day. No, once you start eating these carbs, and I don't care if they're what they call resistant carbs or whatever it is, when they get put in front of you, especially for free, you're going to take one and you're going to shove it in your mouth. It's like fucking crack cocaine. It's like if you're a crack addict and a motherfucker puts some crack, Even though you swore you'd never do it again. Motherfucker, with some crack in your pocket. You're around the corner doing it just the way it is. And it's the same way with these carbs, man. Like, they they create their own. I mean, I've sworn away from them so many times. And then just, like, all of a sudden, I'm shoving a piece of pizza in my mouth. What is that? It's fucked up. It means that there's, they're actually, like, trying to crackify the shit. I don't even know if they're actually putting shit in it to make it more cracky. Probably MSG. But it's fucking cracky, son. Cracky. Okay. So, um, that's the dealio. And, and we're trying to just, you know, if you want to be... Somebody, I can tell you. If you want to be a real drug dealer, just sell pizza. It's not a food. Nothing with that much bread in it is. Understand that. Like a meal. You just look. You're just gonna get wider and wider. So you just understand this. Things with like little nutrient content that taste really good are the thing. Are the poison. Like rat poison is really sweet. Apparently, the rats love the taste of it. It's like, a, it's like this, this ambrosia-type dessert for them, but it's poison. Incidentally, it's high concentrations of NutraSweet, I think. But at the low concentration, it's a great sugar substitute. Would you like some that poison? I mean, NutraSweet? <laughs> Caveat there, that's what I heard. But we can be very wise to just upfront look. Upfront eating is a huge way to go. Don't think of it too much like, oh, I can't eat carbs. It's more like, oh, if I'm going to eat some of this, like I need to eat something in front of it so I don't house a fucking loaf of bread just out of sheer hunger. Instead, you house a whole salad and a steak, and then you go on to whatever it is you want to shove in your mouth at that point. It's not that important at that point because you're not losing out. Not providing a blockage to your nutrition, it's just an ending. It's not, it's still doing, but it's still not doing too great. But in terms of satiety, in terms of making you satisfied, it's all right. But the problem is, the next day, it creates the crack-like desire for more. And if you never ever just, you could just stay away from it, your happiness level would increase like twenty-five percent just out of just being on the ketones alone. It's just like a whole other level of existence, so much more intelligent. It's it's really sad that what's going on here because there's literally like making people stupid by getting them addicted to food that doesn't really give them nutrients. Shit, it's very sad. So we're going to have to work on that. Popcorn's another thing. I mean, you think you're like popcorn's nothing, but no, popcorn is a, it's like stuffing in your fucking pillows. You know? And they're trying to pillify everybody. Because pretty soon those pillows just won't get up anymore. So that's the deal. Let me just let these ladies who are talking behind me getting They, you know, um so to so the breathing. The next thing is Understanding that your mind is creating your emotions. So your mind has to be, on some level, checked from doing that on its own. And you have to actually, like, go in in the settings and be like, okay, well, while the mind is not being used for this or that, it's not ruminating. It's not roaming. I guess that's what you would call it, mind roaming. It's roaming over different things, different thoughts, different, like, obligations that you just want to make sure that you, you know, haven't, haven't forgotten about. Like, you're just constantly scanning to just be like, okay, have I taken care of this? Have I taken care of that? <laughs> kinds of things I need to just be be smart about. Um, and so does everybody else. So the thinking of mind creates emotion and like especially if you're not breathing any if you're not feeling great because you're not taking in enough oxygen your mind starts to ascribe thoughts to that feeling so it starts to make you feel like oh shit like my air is running out which is a stressful feeling so you start to feel stressed and then like your mind's like oh yeah here's the reason because you're thinking about this memory and then they just like kind of mesh they play a game of memory. they are like, oh, I remember when you were that stressed. This is what happened. So you recall a certain event, and you think like, oh, my mind is doing this to me. It's like, hmm. It's really just you not being in the present moment. And every time you stop being in the present moment, your mind turns on and starts roaming. Yeah, see, that was the horn to signify punctuating my point. The The minute you stop being conscious of the now is exactly when the mind starts moving again and creating emotions that you may or may not want. Some are good, no doubt, like when you reflect on a good time, which is here's the, the little hack on this, though. You can't just tell your mind, hey, stop thinking, turn off. I don't want you thinking until I'm actually doing something, although I believe With enough practice, you can get to a mind like that. And in the beginnings, the best way is to purposely think of the best moments in your life. Have like five or six of them and then just keep rolling to one, to the other, to the other. And let your mind be a continual revisiting of those moments. Because in those moments, you're your best self, and you want to take the self that came from those moments and bring them into the worst moments. And the only way to bring that self into, the, into to the real is to be in those memories. Because you can turn yourself into quite a defeated figure if all you do is remember your defeats. You can become that person. You can kind of bring that, keep bringing that person back into the present to live as a loser. Well, when you were a winner, you have that person, and that person radiates such charisma and such power that when you transfer it to any other realm, it's like transferring a god to a mortal realm, especially if you you transfer it to your realm where you live as a depressed, uh, stressed-out person. So remember, like your best memories, the time when you felt the best, just revisit them. Pattern the mind onto those events. Understand that that's how you are going to feel best. Okay? It's just a matter of taking that feeling off. Another thing is, okay, people will wrong you. Should you sue them? Should you go after them to try to get something Back to try to get justice? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What you should do, in fact, to, but I'm just getting rerouted here. Yes. Should you be trying to get retribution for things done wrong to you? No, the universe will take care of it. Understand this, even no, if no, you're wrong know. completely. now, you know if if it, it might hurt you know it's it's difficult. In some cases, like you're wrong by a company that's going to wrong other people, so you need to sue them in order to uh to, to make sure that they do that they fix the problem. So that that can – but for the most part, if it's just a matter of trying to get back what was yours that was taken from you, it, it all balances out later. Like for every dime taken away from you unjustly, you get like 10 given back to you justly, just just kind of the way things go, especially if you're a good person. It's a little like iffy if you're not. If you're like in and out in terms of good personhood, it's iffy as fuck. So just be just be aware what the stakes are there. Next is the understanding that you get rewarded for the amount of oxygen you take in number one number one why because they're trying to. Have this synergy happen with us and plants, so that we all produce something different, and we create this atmosphere, and we live together on here in a balance. but with so many humans here and so much pollution the um, there 's a lot of carbon dioxide in the air, and yes, like we 're only contributing it, but our kind of carbon dioxide is more powerful. Yeah than the dead fossil fuel version. So we need to be pumping out more of it to save the Earth. The Earth, if we all just started breathing at twice the speed and like did the Wim Hof, if we all just did the Wim Hof thing for like a year, (laughs) well, whenever we thought of it for a year, this planet would be healed. Planet would be healed. That's intelligence from the future and for the future. So get your breathing up and tell your friends to get their breathing up because if they really want to do something about climate change and all the stuff that's going on, the way to combat it is to get our carbon dioxide to fix the, you know, because there's a lot of uh, cow farts. You know, so you have to, like, sniff a lot of cow farts. You have to, like, breathe in a lot of cow farts. You know, it's dispersed. They so don't smell it as much, you know, but they're there. And they're hurting the atmosphere. Consumption, especially on non-grass-fed meat, big, huge difference in the kind of meat you eat. Because, like, if you're just eating a meat that has been made um, conventionally, you're kind of just eating, like, the same carbs just transferred into meat, same biomarkers of non-nutrition. Although, sure, at meat is just highly nutritious no matter where it comes from. But the difference between grass-fed meat and, like, just traditionally fed meat in the, in, in the mass, mass market kind of way is, is, is considerable. But it's just so you're looking at what is the most nutritious stuff. But back to the just the the general morality of stuff. What goes around comes around is like so fucking true and it's true times. ten. So don't fuck around around. You find out. Okay. It's just you can't you can play little games here and there, but you can't fuck around. Now, what does that mean? (laughs) One day I'll do a whole show on like what's, the difference between fucking around and playing games, but the, but my point is is you gotta have a little forcefulness in your personality to like combat all these fucking uh, narcissistic assholes that are out there. Like they'll just devour alive like a total saint. Not some. I mean, you are a total saint, but if you're just like a total saint who doesn't crack jokes and like make fun of people sometimes, then you get like you get a te- you get. T- Attack to the point where it's not worth it. It's not worth it to be in the presence of the people. Because it becomes counterproductive, actually. So as a saint, this is a very important thing. As a saint, you have to be a kind of a little bit of a forceful a-hole. But, like, in a very lighthearted sense. You have to be telling people what they should be doing. You've got to be giving them advice. You've got to have a strong personality in their presence. Because otherwise, then they it creates nice barriers for them to relax it. Once they know that they have you calmed down, they feel great in your presence. It's it's the same tool that, like, abusers use to, like, stay cool with people after they beat them up. Because so people are like, oh, he's not beating me up. Like, things are good. <laughs> well, you kind of have to beat people up, you know, playfully. Play fight. But you know, play fighting can get intense, just as intense as anything else, right? So there's no there's uh no issue there. You just have to you have to do it. Now if you don't do it at all and you're just like super passive and you're just like super nice, well then like there's no there's nothing I don't know, there's no edges to the relationship and it just kinda of feels like open ended. And, like, I think sometimes it inspires, like, people to get angry and to have a little bit of a spat, you know? And so you can avoid, like, fights with your significant other, with your parents, by sort of engaging in play fights, engaging in argument, even intense argument, and let them get super mad if they have to. But you don't and you continue to argue and you don't walk away and you don't try to end relationships. And when they want to end relationships, you don't say, you don't play into it at all. You just treat it as though it was the heat of the moment, which it was, and everything's fine in five minutes. and It usually is. So it's very difficult when somebody's flying off the handle, sometimes in a very unjustified way, <sighs> for you to maintain your composure and not say something that inevitably fucks your case up, makes it much harder to deal with. Remember, like, the best way to, like, win an argument is bluff that the argument isn't getting to you, isn't getting you upset. The more, the less actual distress or anger you show, unless it's a, unless it's a, Clear – listen, let's put it this way. Showing anger is actually not the worst thing sometimes. But it has to be staged. And then it's very effective. Because you don't – it doesn't control you. When it's something that you just use as strategy but it's real, that happens in these – um that happens in these – um these um, reality shows—it's like it is sort of staged, but then they get mad and they get really—it gets real. Well, it's the same thing like it happens in life. It's like you might actually pretend to be mad and then like actually get mad. So you got to be careful with that. But the point is, is that if you do actually get mad, it's very hard to rein it in. Very hard to use it effectively as a strategy. And it's basically like a recipe for disaster. So you want to be very clear. I want to be very clear. You can use things that look like anger, but don't actually feel angry when you're kind of arguing your point. And you can be sort of insulting, but you have to maintain a light heart and you have to keep, don't go so low in your insulting, okay? But look, sometimes you have to parry some pretty deep blows that somebody throws at you. And it's like it's a good thing to just kinda like treat it as a play fight and go as low as you possibly can to bring it back to parody. Because like you guys are friends, right? This is not an argument you just have with a stranger. Now, I'll talk later about shit to do with strangers that wanna kick your ass. That's that's an actually very easy fix. That they don't want us to know. And so I'm gonna be They're trying to blurt me out over here. Sorry about that in your ear. Yeah, yeah, see? Trying to keep me from talking this truth, kid. Somebody had to die tonight. Just to like, get me off this train. And I don't even remember what I was talking about. Shit, it worked. Now, here it is. I can't get away from this thing fast enough. Anyway, I'm walking away from it, so it should be dying down a little bit. All right, so here. Man, they don't like people who talk about this shit, but it's really important, okay? You got a stranger fucking with you, right? First thing you say to the stranger fucking with you is, I'm sorry. You're sorry. So usually that's all you need. It's over. You know how fucking hard it is for people to do that? It's really dumb. The easiest thing, even if you're... It's like, well, I'm not sorry. It's like, who gives a fuck whether you are sorry or not? Just say those two fucking words and move on. Because it's like, you basically are apologizing for them being an asshole. Because guess what? You're God. Yeah, you're the real God here. No one ever told you? Well, consider this the secret message from yourself, God. So are you going to, like, fuck up your own creation for, like, doing something No, you're going to say, I'm sorry because I created you and you did that. (laughs) And then I did what I did, so I'm sorry. But it's such a quick and easy way to win in any argument, but nobody wants to do it. You'd be so fucking surprised how much people have lost their lives over that, over that stupid little trick. You don't have to be right. You don't have to actually be sorry, (laughs) But saying it is like so powerful to say, but it's not. You know what's really weak is when somebody fucking says they're sorry and then like that's not enough. And somebody's like, "Well, you well, you better be fucking sorry. You know, you you will be sorry, you know." Let's just say they persist after you say I'm sorry that the guy still wants to fuck you up. Well, then you've kind of like put them it's like you've you've already, you know, admitted fault, then you can say something like, how can I, what would you like me to do to make up for this? Or let me offer something to him and be like, hey, man, like, let's try to talk this out before you beat me up. And then they're like, no, I'm still going to beat you up. Well, I'll tell you a little secret. At that very moment, you have so much more power. Moral power, moral power is huge in the mortal world because you've like, basically you've admitted everything wrong and you're just trying to make amends and this guy still wants to inflict violence on you. Well, then we're an hour in barbarism and you're a civilized man, but you will not countenance barbarism and neither will your organism. Cause we're very social animals. We've been, our DNA is very social. So the amount of righteous anger inside of you after three attempts of trying to defuse the situation, this son of a bitch still wants to fight you. Oh God forbid he does because you will clean, you will mop the floor with this asshole, unless he has a gun, uh, away from the situation saying you're sorry to kind of avoid this scenario sometimes you can't. Okay. So I'm only talking about if you really can't just walk away because if somebody, like, refuses your sorry, like, best to just run away because they're nuts. And they might, like, fuck you up in some way, you know. Um, But I assure you, in most cases, you will fuck them up. If they just think they can beat you up, they won't have any power to do so. Uh. So anyway... Getting wronged, getting wronged is very important to just understand. It, it, it's, it's a it's a fucking gift because it means some good luck is coming your way. So you do the breathing, you do that, you do eating. Eat eat the proteins first, then go for a nice salad. Then you know, try to think about foods you haven't eaten in a while. Eat them that are, you know, that you know are nutritious, try to eat like a pretty wide variety of diet, but like there's nothing wrong with a little bit of carb, but understanding that it's very hard to, it's very hard to resist once you start eating them. And they bring you to a level of mentality that is also very hard to jumpstart with just breathing. Because you start to put on these pounds, and it's just like, and it becomes more and more like crack as you try to deny it of yourself. The more you try to say, okay, I'm not going to eat these. Don't do that. Don't be like, I'm not eating carbs. Just be like, I'm eating this first, and then if I want to go to them, I'll go to them. Most of the time, you will not go to them. But the problem is, if you've been eating it, like, it takes about three fucking days to be completely, like, not tied to carbs anymore. So, just be the understanding of that. Finally, you got the mind thing, you got the breathing thing, you got the eating thing. Now it's the sleep thing got to find a way to get this sleep in you cannot walk around with a not enough sleep and like i know you might have obligations that are just like bearing on you about it figure out a way to get the sleep in you know just figure out a way out and you have to be smart about that especially when you haven't like slept for a while you're like judgment is off like what i should have done You know, you think about it later, it's like, oh, let me just, like, catch a bus there so I can fucking sleep instead of have to drive there. Stuff like that. Just got to be more, like, on the ball with that kind of shit because lack of sleep, it just makes your inhibitions. Like, it's very hard for you to maintain, like, a regimented life where you actually do and accomplish things you want to get accomplished if you're fucking tired of shit. Because when you're tired of shit, it's like, fuck it all city. And you just eat whatever and, like, just to stay up. But that shit even makes you more tired. Like, when you eat some, like, super carbs, when you're fucking tired as shit, all you want to do is fucking dig a hole and fucking bury yourself dead to sleep. So if you are super tired and running on E, do not eat carbs. Like, eat some fucking some solid-ass meat or something, and then you might actually have more power to stay up. 'Cause if you can't sleep, you can't sleep, but like do it the right way and don't fuck around with coffee either. Coffee's a dumb drug. Coffee's just a bloated a bloated man's version of energy. It's not real energy. It's just like lack of tiredness. Energy comes from nutrients and food. You wanna get some five five hour energy? Eat fucking some some dense ass protein food. You'll have fucking five hours of energy. You won't have five hour energy from five hour energy drink, okay? And this is sponsored by some nuts that you can just buy like anywhere, okay? Like it's that's the brand name nuts you can just buy like anywhere, okay? But no, it's <laughs> this is sponsored by like real food. Real food is cheaper and it gives you the energy that you need, okay? like just going for taste and eating a donut here or there it's like you're just you're you're so hampering yourself it's just not even worth it so just be aware be aware but it's it's it becomes unbearable it's like cannot help yourself once you go down the road once you go down the road you cannot help yourself So we're back now to getting it all together. This is Lectures of Fallen Wisdom.